Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is WWJ All Local. Jennifer Crumbly's fate is now in the hands of a jury, which began its deliberations early this morning. They have come out twice to ask the judge a question. The question is, can we infer anything from evidence or witnesses that the prosecution did not bring, specifically not bring in the shooter or other people who could answer how he specifically got the gun? The answer is no, right? Correct, Judge. Here's WWJ legal analyst Charlie Langton. The judge can't necessarily answer the question other than the jury can only consider evidence that was brought to the court. Now, reading this, it looks like the jury is now scrutinizing how did the shooter get the gun, meaning how did mom facilitate the shooter getting the gun? And since the shooter didn't come to court, and there really was no evidence necessarily directing that mom gave the shooter the gun, I don't know. It would seem to me that they are either getting very, very close to a verdict or they're leaning toward the defense. Again, that's a guess. You don't really know. But this jury is absolutely focusing in on the gun and how the shooter got the gun. An earlier question focused on the definition of involuntary manslaughter. Jennifer Crumbly faces up to 15 years in prison if convicted. Now, earlier, the jury was read their instructions. Here's Oakland County Circuit Court Judge Cheryl Matthews. Remember that you have taken an oath to return a true and just verdict based only on the evidence and my instructions on the law. You must not let sympathy, bias, or prejudice influence your decision. You must avoid reaching conclusions that may have been unintentionally influenced by stereotypes. You must reach your own conclusions about this case individually, but you should do so only after listening to and considering the opinions of the other jurors who may have different backgrounds and perspectives from yours. Keep it tuned right here to WWJ for the latest on this developing story. When there's a verdict, you'll hear it live right here on WWJ. Officials at Stellantis say they're not interested in a merger with French rival Renault. Let's get more live now from WWJ Autobeat reporter Jeff Gilbert. Good afternoon, Jeff. Good afternoon, Tony. The reports of a possible merger surfacing in an Italian newspaper. It says the French government, which has a stake in both Renault and Stellantis, was examining a merger to help French car makers better compete with Chinese car makers. Stellantis, which does own French brands Renault and Citroën, say they have no current plans to merge with any other car maker. Reporting live, I'm Jeff Gilbert, WWJ. Jay, News Radio 950. All right, thank you, Jeff. Tragedy for one Wayne County family after a day of fly fishing up north. On Friday, Lake County Sheriff's officials received a missing persons complaint for 70-year-old Thomas Moran from Livonia. 
He was vacationing in Lake County, which is north of Big Rapids, and didn't come back after fly fishing on the Pear Marquette River. Deputies found his car the next day and started searching with foot patrols, with drones, and also with a boat. Moran was found dead in the river. Investigators are waiting for any autopsy reports, but believe that the incident was accidental or medical. Some nurses in Michigan will soon receive overtime money they deserve after being snubbed by an employment agency. Reliance Staffing LLC, located in Bingham Farms, and its owner, Fahim Udin, are being ordered by the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Michigan to pay over $181,000 after they listed 70 registered nurses, licensed practical nurses, and certified nursing assistants as contract workers. By doing so, the employer didn't have to pay overtime wages. There's a debate today over sidewalks in Birmingham. It's up for a vote tonight. More than 100 trees would come down on Arlington and Shirley Streets, possibly Brandon Street, too. The city wants to put down sidewalks on each side of the road to conform to the city's plan of being a walkable community. Those that live there say they don't want it, and they're threatening legal action to stop it. We'll keep you posted on how the vote goes. Jonathan Carlson, WWJ News Radio 950. Michigan gas prices are back on the rise. The latest survey from AAA shows that Michigan drivers are now paying an average of $3 per gallon for regular unleaded gas. That's $0.04 cents more than this same time last week and $0.15 cents more than this same time last month. Drivers in Ann Arbor, Lansing, and Saginaw right now paying the highest average price at $3.03 a gallon. The lowest average price, Marquette, they're paying $2.88 a gallon. Right here in Metro Detroit, our current average is $2.99, which is the exact same as last week. A legendary basketball icon suddenly passes away over the weekend. WWJ's Chris Villar takes a look back at the career of former Detroit Pistons player and longtime ambassador Earl Curitan. You won't hear anyone say a bad word about Earl Curitan. In fact, quite the opposite. It's been an outpouring of praise and emotion as the Detroit basketball legend lost his life suddenly yesterday at the age of 66. Now, Earl was an extremely active member of the Hoops community in the Motor City, whether it be with the Pistons or his alma mater, Detroit Mercy. You could find him constantly at Little Caesars Arena and Callahan Hall to help out anyone who needed it, players, staff, broadcasters. He was always there to assist. And Curitan even played under Dick Vitale when he was at uh, Detroit at U of D. Vitale said that he is heartbroken in a text to the Detroit News, a sentiment that is shared by most who have interacted with Earl, including myself. Now, the death was sudden and unexpected. He had just broadcasted for the Pistons basketball game on the ticket on Friday and for the Titans on Saturday as well. And now hearts are heavy for the Metro Detroit hero whose absence is going to be extremely noticeable. And Isaiah Thomas, he said that Earl worked tirelessly to make a difference for the city that he loved. Chris Villar, WWJ News Radio, 950. The economy seems to be humming along rather nicely these days. David Sowerby, the managing director and portfolio manager for Ancora, joined us live this morning right here on WWJ. Strong jobs number on Friday, and the S&P 500 was up 1.5%. If you could wish for something, though, I want broader gains among all stocks, because while the index was up 1.5%, the average stock was flat. It was really the, the meta gains on Friday and Amazon as well that really propelled the market. Sowerby says this week more than 100 of the S&P 500 companies will report their profits. Now, to hear Sowerby's interview in its entirety, here's what you do. Download the Odyssey app, favorite WWJ, and rewind. Back to 640 this morning. We told you a while back about the blue-spotted salamanders in Marquette that cross the road every year to lay their eggs, and the road is usually closed to protect them. 
Now, something unique is being done to try to protect those salamanders. The Superior Watershed Partnership is getting a $27,000 grant to build tunnels for the salamanders at Presque Isle Park to help keep them safe from being run over. I asked the partnership's special projects coordinator, Kathleen Henry, how they'll get the salamanders to use tunnels. It's kind of just an, an inherent part of their nature. Um, and so, you know, the, the blue-spotted salamanders are actually known as mole salamanders. But, yeah, so they'll, you know, sometimes that's just like a slit in the road with a grate on top. But it'll be damp and dark just like they like at night to cross. Henry says the tunnels have worked in other parts of the country. The salamanders leave the woods to go into vernal pools or wetlands to lay their eggs each year. Beth Fisher, WWJ News Radio 950. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.